It's episode 156 of Leading Ladies in Corpus Christi. And I'm sitting with, she has a cult following. Um, Y'all know her as Gabby the Esthetician. And I'm talking about Gabby Gonzalez. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Of course. I'm so excited. I'm so excited uh, that you asked me to be on this. I listen all the time. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. You've been somebody that I've known I've wanted to talk to. And I say this every time with people, but I feel weird having not met you in person and just kind of inviting myself into your DMs and like asking you to come on. But it just this, it worked out. So I really appreciate it. No, it works it. out. That's the normal now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Thank you for saying that because I'm like, I feel like such a weirdo, but. No, uh, totally not. I mean, that's that's how that's how everything is nowadays. So. Well, th- thank you for I that. I was really excited when you reached out to me. Um, I remember the first episode that I ever heard was with Savannah, with Savannah Moore. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds, this, it was so fun. It was such a fun episode. I was like, that is so cool. So I'm excited that I get to be on it. Thank you. And yes, you absolutely are a leading lady of Corpus Christi. Are you kidding me? I mean, you've been on your, you're a little over a year into your journey as a solo esthetician. It has been real. I've been a follow of, follower of yours for a while. And it's been really cool to see your trajectory in terms of, you know, what you were doing before and what you're doing now and just all the growth. And so how does it feel from the beginning of your esthetician journey to now to see how much it's changed? Oh, it's it's been a journey, girl. (laughs) It's been up and down, uh, lots of blood, sweat and tears into to have gotten to where I am right now. But um still a lot of work to do but it's good it feels it's it's rewarding I love it I love what I do I feel like I feel like it's pretty easy to see that I love what I do and yes and yeah uh I couldn't agree more I mean the before and afters of your treatments just speak for themselves and so anybody that is my favorite sorry go ahead no 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 I mean I, I and you can just hear the passion too like with how you're describing it um and you can feel it in everything that you share on social media and everything and I was gonna say for anybody who's not following Gabby uh she's on Instagram at Gabby the esthetician and uh prepare to have your mind blown um I so I'm gonna backtrack a little bit so are you from Corpus Christi I'm actually from San Antonio. Okay. Um, I was born in San Antonio, but we did back and forth throughout all my teen years, really. Mm-hmm. So I ended up coming to Corpus for the first time when I was like 10. And then we ended up moving back to San Antonio and then moved back to Corpus. So honestly, both feel like home. Like, I feel like I lived half of my life here and half of my life over there. But yeah. I was born in San Antonio. Okay. And so when did you officially make Corpus home for you to start doing your esthetician career? It was five, I want to say five years ago. That was the final move. That was the, okay, I'm going to stay here. Um, Mostly it was because of my dad's job. Mm -hmm. But um, that's when I started working. That's when I started going to esthetician school. And yeah, I've been here since. Wow. Well, thank you. I don't think I'm going to leave anytime soon. Thank (laughs) you for that. I have so much respect for people. So you've been in a, you know, bigger city. You know what I mean? And of course, everybody who lives in Corpus hears all about all the perks that bigger cities have. Um, and I'm sure that that is also true for a business. And so the fact that you are willing to keep your business here means a lot to me being from Oh Corpus. my gosh. I think Corpus is an amazing city to start a business. That's what I tell everyone. Um, I feel like, 
yeah, that is something common that you hear. Well, the people in Corpus this or the city's this or mm -hmm. we don't have this. Corpus is an amazing is an amazing area to to follow your dreams and to live your dreams. That's what I that's why I'm here. That's I just think it's just easier. That's At least for my industry, I guess. Well, that makes me so happy. Uh, I mean, for sure, with a talent like yours, you could be successful anywhere. And so your willingness to to stay here and hold it down. Just thank you. I uh, mad, mad respect for you for doing that. Um, so growing up, have you always had, you know, a fascination with skin and like caring for it and that kind of, you know, uh, field or what, what were you kind of toying with becoming when you were younger? You know, I don't remember ever growing up and thinking, oh, I want to be this when I grow up, or am I going to go to college, or I don't remember that ever crossing my mind. I don't think my parents ever really pushed us in that way either. Uh, definitely did not grow up thinking I can't, I, I want to be an esthetician. No, not at all. But what did I feel like have a big impact was uh, my mom and my grandma always took me and my sister to go get facials ever since I was like eight years old i had a nose full of blackheads like i always had acne i always had really skin. so yes my oh, whole wow. like, teen years everything yeah so i was always getting facials i was always getting facials and i think well that's how i knew it was even a thing because mm -hmm. if you've never a lot of people have never had facials before and yep. they, yeah it's a whole new world to them have you ever had a facial yes well so to me facials are a luxury i mean especially really good ones like the kinds that you're yeah. offering um, so like I a massage type. Yeah. Is that well, where you categorize it? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Um, you know, and then of course, growing up, I also had prob. what'd you call it? Trouble skin, problem skin. Yeah. Like troubled skin. Yes. I had troubled skin growing up. Um, it's a hereditary thing. And, uh, I remember doing like the at-home facials, you know, one girl's mom would splurge for like the at-home steamer, you know, so we'd like steam yeah. our, we had no idea what we were doing, but it seemed right to stick our face in some hot air, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's, I, I think that that's really amazing that you can tie back, you know, the thought of, or the memory of having facials when you were very young and it kind of shaping you to follow this path. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's, that had a big impact. For sure. Um, I thought I wanted to be a nurse at a couple, like not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I actually was gonna was supposed to apply to the program this summer. Really? But for now, yeah, I did all my prerequisites while I was working. It took me two years. And then uh, when it came time to apply, I kind of just realized that I didn't want to do them anymore. Wow. Well, I know. congratulations on be yes. I mean, it's a big thing to to be heading a certain route and then determining that maybe it's not the right path. And it's scary, yeah. I think it's incredible that you made the call because I feel like myself would have been like, well, I better just even though I don't want to do this, I better just buckle down and do it. Even though yeah. I would have been unhappy, and I love that you said no, this isn't right, and just halted it do things you love and if you uh, and if you don't absolutely love something stop doing it as soon as you can that's one of my favorite lines so i realized that that's not what i wanted to do at least not right now at this point in my life so mm -hmm. yeah I, I took a step back from that and i decided to be 100 percent and give 100 percent of myself to being an esthetician 
That is fantastic. And so I feel like I know a lot of people who have toyed with the idea of becoming a nurse, myself included. Uh, it, it took me like all of a few days to realize like, you don't like blood and you don't like having to do this kind of stuff. Like what? An, absolutely yes. not. You cannot be a nurse, but you have done it's the prereqs. Like you, you can handle it. Well, I did all like my like chemistry my like APs. Yeah. I liked school. That's one thing I did like school. I've always loved school. Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily the thing that took me back from it. Mm-hmm. I just think I just realized that I could be who I wanted while being an esthetician. See? Yes. Let me tell you something about the esthetician world, the med spa world. A lot of the times, well, in a med spa, you know, you work alongside a lot of nurse practitioners and PAs and doctors, the medical directors, all of that. And estheticians are a big part of, are a fundamental part of a med spa. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times because you are just an esthetician and you don't have a degree and you'll never, you're not taken as seriously as you would if you were a nurse or if you were a nurse practitioner. So a lot of the times your voice isn't heard or you're just not taking taken as serious as the, as a nurse would, as they would. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I kind of felt like pressured into being a nurse. Right. Um, but then I realized, no, like I don't need a degree to know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to my job, you know? Yes. Well, and good for you. So that actually, I'm a firm believer in that you do not need a traditional college degree to be successful. Um, obviously if for certain, uh, careers you do, but it, you can just as easily, you know, be a professional in your field and an expert in your field without that degree. So good for you for, despite feeling the pressure, you know, realizing that at, at least at the, for the moment, that is not the way to go. Cause I, and I also, back, I want to backtrack a little bit, how you were saying that your parents never really pressured y'all to like pick a you know, field or, you know, what, whichever way, you know what I mean? Try to necessarily push you guys a certain way. They let you organically come up with it. Yeah, they did. They really just let us kind of figure, figure out what we wanted to be. So that's nice. I know I have a lot of friends or I hear a lot of people have grow up with that pressure on them. Yep. That must be tough. Yeah. And the parents mean well, right. And I think I'm, I'm probably like a decade older than you. I'm thinking at least, and uh, it was a big thing to for you know parents to really push it, you know. Um, and I know my parents meant well, but in retrospect, I know that a lot of my decisions out of high school were based on what my parents wanted, as opposed to yeah. what, what I wanted, you know. And so the mm-hmm. fact that you figured it out early is uh, amazing, you know. Like you, you well, really you do have to have feel- a leg up. What's that? I feel, well, I was homeschooled for high school. Really? So I feel like that's why, yeah, I was homeschooled for high school. So I feel like that's why I kind of, I knew what I wanted to do or I started kind of my, my journey, my career a little sooner than other people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that definitely had like an impact, but yeah. You know, I do have to say for individuals that I've met who were homeschooled, Y'all do just seem to be, 
No offense to people with traditional schooling, <laughs> myself included, but y'all seem to be a little more, I don't know, put together, maybe more mature. Um, y'all are definitely maybe more focused. I'm not really sure what I get, but I guess you would have to be in order to be a successful homeschool student. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to be disciplined. Yes, which says a lot about you, like a lot. Oh, thank you. Definitely. Um, I have a friend of mine or a, a colleague who she was homeschooled, but her younger brother couldn't be. She's like, my mom just knew he didn't have, like you said, that kind of that kind of discipline, and that's okay. But for those individuals like yourself who are able to to utilize that discipline and really streamline, you know, the way that they're going. It's really admirable. Like I think it is incredible that you are doing what you're doing. So what? You're just hyping me up. Well, that is kind of the goal. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound weird, but I'm trying to think of like a way to word it that doesn't sound weird, but it just does. With my guests and and people I have yet to have on as guests, I think about y'all and what y'all do for a living and how you got into it a lot because people can really learn from hearing about your approach. And- uh, Okay, I see that. Yes, and I am really supportive of people. I mean, first of all, who do what they wanna do, but second of all, maybe do it in a way that's not necessarily the tried and true beaten path way. You know what I mean? Which mm -hmm. is what I feel like you're doing. Um, especially being, you know, being on your own, you know, um, and mm -hmm. kind of going against the, you know, uh, mindset of, oh, you'll probably get more respect if you're a nurse or, you know, if you have that degree or whatever, mm -hmm. and just kind of saying, screw that. I, I mean, not screw that, but I'm going to do what's right for me at the moment. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yes, you will be getting hyped up a lot. That's just, that's how this podcast <laughs> works, Gabby. But that actually reminds me of a post you made. It must have been in October, right around the time that you hit your year mark. And, uh, you know, you were saying that you had a lot of, you know, people really giving out their opinions um, about how you should proceed. And uh, you said something in that post. And I think you said it in more than one post. And it said you have the best ideas. And uh, I really like that you were putting that out there. And, and you weren't saying necessarily that you yourself had the best ideas, but that people shouldn't doubt their own ideas, that they have the best ideas. Yeah. So what was the motivation behind that post? Well, ever since I became a solo esthetician, I did it because I had a vision. And I still I still have a vision. I still haven't completely you know, reached my entire vision. But there's just, I, ha I have a vision. And I guess what I mean by that is... I see the I see the big picture for myself, for my business, for my clients, for my spa, for their skin. I see a big picture and I just knew I've always known and I still, you know, I've always known that I have to do everything that I can to make it a reality. And so, of course, along the way, there's uh, it, it hasn't always been easy, you know, not mm -hmm. not everyone has always been supportive. Well, I just have to say before I ask another question that it takes balls to be willing to do what's best for you. I, I kind of sound like a broken record oh, at this point, yeah. but no, it does. For it's so easy for people to just kind of go along with what's expected. You know what I mean? What's mm -hmm. what's quote unquote the right way, and uh, that wasn't good enough for you. 
And I love that and I admire that and I wish I were more that way. And have you always been someone who, you know, even if it doesn't work out, is still willing to do it the way they prefer to do it? I feel like I haven't always been this way. I think it's just because, you know, like for instance, jumping from being to to working a nine to five and then being uh, self-employed, all of those stuff are scary. I made a lot of scary decisions. Moving yes. out from my parents' house was scary. Um, approaching doctors and asking them to be, if they would be my medical director. You know, there's a lot of scary things that yes. I have had to do that we all have to do. But I think it's because I just, I just see the bigger picture and I see where, where everything is going to be that, that I'm just, I'm just like, okay, like I, it has to be done. Whatever has to be done. It has to be done. If I don't have any money for the rent this month then okay, but I know that <laughs> later, later it's going to come back. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I, do. I don't know. I do think, I do think that I'm, a, I would consider myself a pretty brave person. I think I do think sometimes you can tell my mom, I'm she always has so much anxiety because I'm just crazy and I'll do anything and everything all the time. So that is kind of my personality all around. Um, but I think that taking risks, I mean, it's, it's what you'll see on Instagram all the time, but taking risks, um, taking risks are good. Yes. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also scary, but so worth it. Uh, to me, you are the perfect example of that. Um, I, yeah, I just, I see, you know, what you're doing and especially how you've like completely rebranded yourself. And it, it is a really fun to watch. Like everybody is cheering you Thank on. You. Yes. And so when I consider you to have a cult following, there are people, I mean, your name spreads like wildfire when it comes to people talking about skincare. Um, it's literally word of mouth and uh, social media, which is incredible. And so do you consider that to be how it is for you? I mean, does is that how it seems from your perspective? Because from an outsider's perspective, it definitely does. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, yeah. It's actually kind of funny. Sometimes <laughs> if I go out, <laughs> if I go out to drink and stuff, I go to the bar or whatever. Um, later at night, of course, once everybody's already drunk, I'll have girls and be like, oh my God, you do my facials or, oh my gosh, you got me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that my following is that big, but I think all of my followers are real. Like yes. they're, they're real. They're my clients. And, um, and yeah, I, I do have a lot of supportive clients and a lot of clients that have become my friends, my mentors. It's been great. That's one of my favorite things about my job. I meet so many women. I, of course I, encourage men and I have a lot of men in there too but Mm -hmm. I have meet so many women all day every day and um yeah that's one of my favorite parts about about my job I just get to meet so many amazing people yeah I mean your your uh clients are loyal you have a like I mean you know you hear about like certain celebrities they have like the beehive and that kind of thing and like you to me there's a handful of people in corporate or the coastal bend that have the kind of following that you have and uh I think it is really, really amazing. I think I'm just a people. I think I'm just a people person. I love people. I love talking to people. I love hanging out with people. So I really try to make a connection with my clients. I really, a lot of them, like I said, to become my actual like friends. Um, so yeah, it's fun for me. 
but but yeah they're they're so supportive i would be nothing without my clients i'm so grateful for them sometimes i still look back and just think wow i can't believe that i have these people supporting me so it's nice Yes. Well, I mean, you can tell just by this conversation that we're having, like, you know how to talk to people, you know how to relate. And I think that that's such a big part of being someone who does services for people. um, What would you call it? I guess esthetician services or even like hair or, you know, cosmetic services. Yeah. Um, Or any type of sales, really. Any type of sales, you have to be good. You have to be good at talking to people and learning kind of how to mold yourself to different types of personalities and yes. different types of conversations. That's, That's a, a big essential. one. Yes. Yeah. But there's, well, but for you too, truly you're, you're so right about that. But at the same time, I'm sitting across a, like a table typically from somebody having a conversation. You are like up in people's business. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you are like <laughs> doing booty facials and stuff. Like there yeah. has to be, a certain level of trust there. You know what I mean? And I think that you're a natural in that regard because of the, like I said, the, the number of repeat customers that you have. And so have you always been the kind of person that makes people feel really comfortable, especially in kind of a vulnerable situation? Cause I feel as though if I, you know, maybe if I came to you with like a bad skin problem, I'd be feeling really vulnerable, you know? And so I have to open up to you and have you always been naturally good at that? Say honestly, yeah. Like I said, I've I've always been a people person. I always I've always liked having a lot of friends in school, all of that. So I feel like I naturally, yeah. I think that's like my natural way of being. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I always try to make people feel very comfortable. You know, I don't want anybody to ever feel like I'm judging them or or anything like that. So I always go with the person's vibe I guess you know if I see that somebody's insecure I'm not gonna be talking and telling them oh my god you have this or oh your skin is really bad or (laughs) like thank god yeah you just no not at all you just go with the flow Mm -hmm. I I, I like I read people's energy and so I just I feel like that helps them feel comfortable with me if somebody wants to talk for the whole hour and help me about their life I'm totally down for it and if somebody doesn't if somebody wants to take a nap I'm down for that too. So nice. I, I yeah, I just kind of read read the room. That's a big one. That that I feel is like a, a big lot one. of. It's a big one. Yeah, a lot of providers sometimes lack in that, mm-hmm. but you kind of have to be let them let your customer be the main character of the room. That, that is, makes sense. Yes, that <laughs> makes perfect sense, and uh, that's so true. That's such like a perfect example of you being there to for them you know what i mean um and provide a service to them and before i started the recording um i said something to you that i want to repeat and that is that you really are changing people's lives by helping them with their skin i am blown away by the before and afters uh for the acne academy that that you were doing that set of uh treatments and um, pretty much anybody who comes in and, and needs help with, with that kind of uh, issue, I mean, you are just, wow, what a difference. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite. I love acting, acting clients. I love, I love it. That's, that's my thing right there. That's kind of what I try to, to, to attract. Um, I love seeing, you can literally see the difference in a person's confidence from the first appointment to like their fifth appointment, mm-hmm. just the way that they enter the room because their skin has improved. 
is is amazing. I've had clients come in after a few appointments and and just kind of cry and, and you know tell me thank you because they just feel so much better about themselves or their boyfriends complimented them or things like that. So I love that. That's that's one of my favorite things about having having um very acne acne clients. I mean, again, I just anybody who goes through your Instagram is going to see that you know what you're doing and you know how to help people with, you know, these um, ailments or these insecurities that, that they're dealing with. I had pretty raging acne in elementary school. So it's like my hormones went crazy oh, really? in like fifth grade. Oh yeah. Um, we had to do the whole Accutane thing. Uh, it worked, Oh wow! but it's so intense. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, acne, Accutane, you do not mess around with Accutane. It, it is, it is an intense thing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so, um, from somebody who knows what it felt like to be insecure about having acne prone skin, seeing the differences that you're making for people really is everything. And, uh, I mean, so when it comes to your techniques, is it all trial and error for you? Do you just have an innate understanding of how certain products work that yield these results? How does all that work? Definitely, I've been doing it for a while. I mean, I've been doing this for four years. And the more the more faces you touch, the more experience you get, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I also did work alongside some ama- I had amazing, you know, trainers, like the first esthetician that I ever worked with and the first PA that I ever worked with. She's amazing. And Helica, she's in Houston now. She Mm -hmm. used to inject here. Um, She was so knowledgeable and I feel like that definitely had a big impact. Um, She taught me so much, so many things. Um, But then also just self-education. I feel like I was always reading, you know, the product books. I was always watching videos, all of that. And then continuously educating yourself continuously seeing what's what's out there what's new spending your money on a product and testing it out and it's just continuous continuous education Mm -hmm. Um, but I love it so it it doesn't feel like a burden to me but yeah I would I would say I've touched a lot of faces in these four years so yes that's kind of how I have an idea of, of what works what doesn't Right. And so the big like bestseller for you that I see the majority of folks uh, are constantly praising is your glow facial. And oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people love it. And so is this something that you kind of like curated yourself? Like, how, how does that work? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, well, it goes. This back is to, so cool. It goes back to before, you know, when I worked for somebody, they had like protocols. So I didn't make my own facials. It was like, okay, this is this facial and this is that facial and this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. So while doing that, um, I kind of started realizing, hey, if I would mix, if they would let me do a little bit of facial number one with a little bit of facial number two, I actually think that would be, you know, better like for the skin. Like I think people would be happier, but I wasn't allowed to do it. Um, so when I was a lot, when I was, you know, nobody was telling me what I, what I could and couldn't do. I did that. I kind of mixed facial number one with facial number two. And then I created the glow facial. Wow. Um, that makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a hell of an origin story. And, uh, <laughs> the fact that so many people keep getting them, um, and, and not just, you know, anybody, I mean, you're getting, like you said, people like Savannah Moore are, uh, 
you know, regularly getting these facials from you. And again, I mean, you can see her results in real time because she's showing them off. Yeah, we did. We got some crazy good results with her. Yes. That was really good. Yeah, it's a what I think is really neat is that you followed your instincts there and it really did pay off. And yeah, yeah that's you like your best to. seller. You have to. Yeah, I uh, you have to follow your instinct. I'm, I'm big on that. And it's definitely paying off for you for sure. So in addition to your signature facials, you also offer things like back facials, belly facials, booty facials. Um, it really seems like you're willing to help people with, you know, essentially any part of the body that they're maybe concerned with skin wise. Yeah, I feel like that isn't talked about very much, mm -hmm. you know, you know, acne on the back, the booty one. A lot of people are insecure about the booty one having butt acne, but it's totally normal. And so I feel like when I post, I like to post, I like to post that type of content because when I posted that, some people are like, oh, my God, I have that, too. Yep. I need to come. Yeah, I, I have that, too. Uh, I didn't know that anybody else, that other people also had, like, pimples on their butt and stuff like that. So um, so that's why I like to be open about it. Yeah, thank but you for that. But it's definitely a lot of people are insecure about the body acne. But I think once I will, with making content, you kind of show that you are um, – that you know how to treat those areas and you're kind of used to seeing, I'm used to seeing butts and I'm used to seeing vaginas <laughs> and seeing the entire body. Yeah. So it's all like, it, you're not gonna, don't worry. I'm not going to judge you. Like you're, we all have the same body parts. <laughs> yes. That's so big. I mean, especially I feel like when people are just starting on this journey of maybe getting body treatments done or facials or whatever, there's a certain amount of insecurity, you know, oh my God, what are they going to think? They're going to know that I haven't been yeah. taking care of my skin. Cause you know, you, you're probably going to judge me. Yes. The judgment. Uh, so you actually made another post. I don't remember when it was, but I really, really liked it. Cause I, I'm not sure if it was a client. I think it was. And you showed a little bit of texture around their chin and essentially the post was, this is a reminder that textured rice skin is normal and that even if your skin's really oh, healthy yes. and you do everything right, there's still, you know, quote unquote, right. There still might be this and that's okay. You know? Um, and I really yeah. appreciated that. So thank you. And so what was the goal behind, you know, reminding people of that? That perfect skin doesn't exist. That some people, some people are naturally genetically blessed with like perfect no pores porcelain oh my god the skin. no pores who are y'all yes. <laughs> i know and, and usually that's genetic like that mm -hmm. usually that's just how your mom is and your grandma is and that's how all your sisters are like that's just something that that you know you kind of have or you don't yes uh, but for regular like right textured skin you know skin with imperfections like that is normal like i don't have perfect skin i feel like I you look perfect really in all your photos, that. though, girl. My no, God. No, I don't you have look amazing. perfect skin. Um, I definitely have come a long way, for sure. Mm -hmm. I had a lot, I had a very acne-troubled skin, and then I started using Skin Better, too, and that's the product line that I carry. And it's definitely, my skin is definitely better than it's ever been before. But if you if I start comparing myself to some of my clients, I have a lot of clients whose skin is better than mine, just because, like, genetically, I don't have, like, we don't have really good skin. Right. So, um I try to emphasize that too, because I'll have clients that are like, but what's this, but what, this doesn't go away. And I'm like, honestly, it's kind of natural. Mm -hmm. It's kind of natural. 
So that's, that's amazing. I, I, don't, I think that's good to to accept too. For sure. Uh, and for you to state it, you know, that perfect skin doesn't exist, which actually is a great segue into something I wanted to talk to you about because you, above most people, know that what you see on social media, especially when it comes to skin, isn't necessarily truthful. And so do you have clients that are, you know, maybe come in and aspire to like an airbrushed photo and you have to kind of tell them, hey, you know, this isn't really achievable unless you like face tune yourself? Yes. Well, I wouldn't say yes and no. I wouldn't say people come with me with a photo. I feel like people come with me with false information that they read or that they saw ah. on TikTok about certain treatment doing this yep. when it doesn't do that. That's more of my my scene. Not so much the like make me look like this, more the, hey, they said, I read that if I do this or if I use this, it works. And I'm like, mm, I, it doesn't. So <laughs> that's more of my, yeah, that's more of my thing. So you probably hear some wild stuff, right? So is there anything oh gosh, yes. that's been prevalent lately that you are like, wish people would just realize like, no, don't do this. This is not the way. Oh, you know, which one gives me the chills. Ooh, yes. Um, have you seen on TikTok the BB, I think it's called BB glow. So basically they like my, they push into your skin foundation. They push foundation into your skin. So your skin looks like really good all the time you know like you wake up and your skin looks good it's on tiktok it's all over tiktok i have had clients come really? and ask me if they should get it or not yes but that cannot be good like that just doesn't make sense to me even if okay they say that the product that they push in is not toxic or and you know it's like good for you but that just doesn't make sense to me like how are you have a product inside your pores like your pores need to breathe like it just doesn't make sense to me i don't like that mm, that one wow. and then the um have you heard about that pen that's like an inject like it does the fillers like instead of uh, it pushes the filler in instead of putting like a needle in your lip. What? Yeah, it's called. No. I, mean, I don't remember what it's called. It's called a something pen. That one is a no too. And those are all over TikTok right now. So stuff like that scares me. So. Well, yeah, because yeah. people are seeing these people. You know, I I didn't grow up with social media, right? Because like I said, I'm significantly older than you. But I I imagine that if I were in middle school or high school and was seeing this stuff on TikTok, I'd be like, this obviously works. Like I would attempt it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. That also, is scary. celebrity, celebrity skincare lines. I don't really, mm, I don't like it either. Like I love Kylie Jenner more than anyone, but I do not like using, buying her product line. When I hear some of my clients that they're like, oh yeah, I use Kylie skin. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, but see, this is the kind of stuff that people need to hear. You know what I mean? Because ultimately yeah. we are at the mercy of, um, advertisements, you know what I mean? And so we, to me, you, you have to work to find correct information, which helps, you know, if, if uh, people follow someone like you, um, cause then you can really steer people the right way. So what advice would you give people who are just starting out with, you know, maybe trying to find a skincare regimen, you know what I mean? Like how can they find stuff that works for them? I would say definitely. And I always say this stick to medical grade. So what does that mean? Medical grade is just skincare brands that are distributed by a physician or that you need a physician to be able to purchase it. Um, those are just, those are going to be better for you. 
of course you could buy a vitamin C at Target and then you could buy a skin better or something, you know, medical grade skin suticals, vitamin C, but the quality is going to be completely different and what it's actually going to do for you is mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. So I always tell everyone just stick to medical grade. You can walk into Sephora and you're going to see 5,000 like eye creams, Yes, but I think make it easier for yourself invest in stuff that you that is going to essentially be better for you and just go into the medical grade and then try one and kind of play around with it but stay in like that area okay that that's really really helpful stuff because i know you know tons of people that'll you know try multiple different uh i guess brands right that are just kind of available at a drugstore um yeah not necessarily medical grade yeah, or celebrity again. Celebrity yes. lines. I don't yes. like celebrity lines. Yeah. Well, I feel that they they don't really have much involvement. They probably don't even use it themselves. It's just kind of a name and a face no. on a product. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that Agreed. that can be misleading. Um. So are there any maybe drugstore brands that might be an okay alternative until somebody dives into medical grade skincare? I like CeraVe and Cetaphil. Cetaphil. CeraVe and Cetaphil. Yeah, those are really popular. I always tell my clients to, if they're going to use drugstore, use that. It's gentle, uh, that clean and clear and the Biore and yes. all that. That just, that just has way too many acids in it. It just dries out your face. It's not It's not good. Definitely not the not the bar soap. Please don't do the bar soap. Um, I don't like the... I don't even know how to say the word. The micellar water at micellar water. Oh, I yeah. Like I don't know how to say it either. I think I call it micellar water, which probably oh, I is think totally it's micellar. Wrong. I think it's myself. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. But uh, you know what I'm talking about. I do. That one, that one. But like, what like is the purpose about. of it? Because I have a friend who uses it. And I mean, I got to admit, it kind of looks cool. But like, what yeah, is the purpose it of it? It removes your makeup. You use oh, it to remove okay, makeup, but okay. It leaves a residue on your skin. So, I mean, I always say, like, if it works for you, then okay, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna judge you. But yes, if you have red sensitive acne skin and you keep having these issues, well, that could be one thing that that you could remove that might help you clear out your face a little bit. And see, that's so interesting because people, I, myself, actually, I'm speaking for myself. If I didn't know what I know. I would never think that my cellar water was affecting my skin that way. You know what I mean? But I think that that yeah. was a very important tip that you just gave that if someone might be experiencing some sort of irritation or dryness or whatever to potentially remove a skincare product. That's, that's good. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's why when I get a new client, what I'll have them do sometimes is send me a picture of what you're using at home. Once you get home, send me a picture of all your stuff and I'll tell you, what can stay and what can go and what we should replace and all of that. See, that is awesome. Uh, because I mean, you are getting involved with your clients, which is actually, uh, the next topic that I wanted to bring up. So for somebody who wants to has, you know, never, uh, had anything done with their skin, maybe they're doing like the bare minimum and they have some things they want to work on and they want to come see you, but they don't know where to start. What is the process? I always say just book, an appointment. So I have an option. I have a booking consult and treatment. Mm-hmm. A lot of clients or a lot of people overthink, well, I don't know what I need. Um, 
I don't know what to use. I just say, just come in or they'll ask or what they'll do a lot of the times, like send me a long DM describing <laughs> your skin. But it, it, in reality, that's not really helpful because I need to see you. Like, mm-hmm. I need to see you. Once I see you, I can tell you what's up. But just come in for the appointment. And then once you're there, I'll take like, I'll let you know what you need. I'll tell you what I think we should do. You can tell me what you don't want, what you do want. I just, I make sure that everything that I do, everything that I do is customized. Everything that I do is very personal. I'm going to do, I'm going to mix, I'm going to take out, I'm going to make each facial for you. So I'm big on that. I don't have like a set protocol either. Not every facial can be the same. Like if your friend had this facial and you know, I did this and then to you, I did it. Well, it was probably because you needed something else. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it like does. Yeah, that that's yeah, a big one. Everything is custom. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, that has to make your client feel more looked after. You know what I mean? Because it's not a one size fits all thing because everybody's skin is different. Like you were saying earlier. For sure. Um, everybody's concerns are different. Uh, so that's really exciting. So for anybody who's wanting to book a consultation with Gabby, so she actually has a link in her profile uh, on Instagram. And so you go from there and then uh, it gives you all the options. And so you would go for the, what, what was it called again? A consult? Yes, consult and treatment. Uh, and so from there they can do, it's like an online scheduler kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, online booking link. Okay. And so what can people expect from a consultation with you? what we do is we bring you in we lay you down usually i ask is there anything specific that concerns you about the skin is there any specific that you want as far as treatment goes and while you're sitting there telling me what is it exactly what exactly brought you in today i'm cleansing your face i'm cleansing your face put on your towel that way we can take a really good look at the skin afterwards. And then that's when I'll tell you, okay, I think we should proceed with a chemical peel, or I think we should proceed with the glow facial. That's pretty much how it goes. And then we can dive into products as well. Again, I'll have you send a picture of your routine Mm -hmm. and then I'll tell you what you, what you should remove, what we should add in all of that. Yeah, see, that sounds really comprehensive and thorough and just like a really great experience because you have all the knowledge and people coming in don't. And so the fact that you're willing to guide them and, you know, accompany them on this journey means everything, like your willingness to do that. And I even saw that you said if any clients have questions about post-treatment, do not hesitate to message me. Like, I want to be sure that you're getting the most bang for your buck. And so have you always Definitely. had that, like, open door, open message policy with your clients? Yeah, I think so. Well, most of my business right now, well, all of my business right now has been derived from Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've always, from day one, I kind of always made sure to make that personal connection and for you to have access to me whenever you need me, which is kind of becoming a bigger problem now. I think, <laughs> I think things are going to have to change, right? That's things have to change now. Yes. Um, but that's from since day one to now, that's how it's always been. It's just been kind of just tell me if you had any issues or concerns and send me a picture all that. So does it blow your mind that Instagram has really been the vehicle for your business to thrive. I think it's incredible because it costs nothing and it's, 
making everything happen. I mean, your results obviously are making the stuff ha- people keep coming around, well, but Instagram is crazy. Yes, it freaks me out. It totally <laughs> freaks me out. Um, it's a love hate for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I love it because that's where you know that's where my business was born on Instagram. If it wasn't for Instagram, I don't know what the heck I would have done. Right. But it's also it's also a lot. It's very hard for me to post. I'm a very private person. I'm naturally, I have kind of, I haven't always been that way, but for the past couple of years, I'm just a very uh, private person. I don't really like posting like a whole lot of selfies. And there, I mean, I have nothing against it. I just, that's just not me. I don't like posting a lot of selfies. I don't really like people knowing what I'm doing. I don't know. It's hard for me. But with Instagram and because all, all of my business is on Instagram, I have to really force myself and tell myself, Gabby, yep. you need to post, you need to interact. Uh, because if I do next week, I'll be fully booked. It's so weird. <laughs> rather I post, it, yeah. Rather I post facials, or rather I post that I'm like making pizza at home. Whatever it is, the more you post, well, the more people see you. The more that they remember. Oh, hey, I should go in. Yep. But yeah, it's it's a love hate thing. But I mean, Instagram is amazing. The internet is an amazing tool. If you use it correctly, the yes. times that we're living in, yes, is is pretty crazy. You have these YouTubers on YouTube making videos and they're like eight years old and they're like millionaires. So it's definitely a time to be alive. Yeah. Social media is crazy. Yes. That, that right there is insanity. And my kid watches yeah. enough YouTube that now when he plays with toys, he speaks to an imaginary audience. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I would do that too. I would, uh, while I was doing my makeup, I would be talking to myself. Like if I was doing like a makeup tutorial, I definitely did that. I love that. But yeah. Uh, I, I also have mad respect for your, uh, how important privacy is to you. I'm, I'm similar in that way. You don't really see me. Yes. I, you don't really see me posting too much personal content on there. So I, nothing again, I love seeing when people share their lives. I absolutely love it. But just for me personally, that's not what I'm going to do. And so I do have Mm -hmm. respect for people who are maybe a bit more reserved, but you're right. You know, as a business, it's important to be present on your Instagram page. I love whenever you do uh, polls, I guess, because today, oh, yeah. yeah, you have polls going on, and I think they're, they're just fun. Like I'm like, I would rather do a pink jelly mask, you know, they're stuff fun. like that. They are fun. We all love to click stuff. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody who has a love hate relationship with social media, you definitely know how it works, and you use it well when when you decide to implement it. So I think that that's fantastic. Uh, so Gabby, you're constantly pampering others, but how do you pamper yourself when it's time for you to have some R&R? I consider this self-care. I love eating at restaurants, like new restaurants. Mm -hmm. I love trying new restaurants and trying new drinks. That's kind of like, that's my love language right there. That's my fun for me. That's my hobby. I love doing that. And I love going to the spa. I love going out of town and going to different spas that's like my new, like, that's my new thing right now. Like anytime that I can, or if I go on a trip, I always try to go to the spa and get a facial by somebody else. So I definitely get a lot of facials. (laughs) That's so fun. I love that you do that. And you are, you are traveling, you are a jet setter and it's a, it's cool to see you. I try. Even at least just for like a weekend, even if it's like 48 hours, like I try to go somewhere because it inspires me. It like refreshes me mm-hmm. and m- motivates me. And I don't know, I get, I always get an idea 
or get inspired by something. And then I kind of try to bring it back over here. Absolutely. I'm living vicariously through you and anybody else who takes trips. Cause just like, it's <laughs> currently not in the cards for me, but when my kid gets a little bit older, I definitely will be. So please How keep doing that. He's four. He'll be five in July. Oh, I know starting cute. school and all that. So, uh, oh, yeah, he, he is, he's something else. But uh, I love seeing whenever you go on a trip, even though you don't post pictures often. But when you do, I'm like, yes, good for you, Gabby. You deserve it. You <sighs> I work need to hard. get better. That's my, I, that's my goal this year. I'm, I'm trying to be more consistent. So hopefully I can do that. You definitely will. So for anybody who maybe wants to go out on their own um, in their career, uh, maybe try something different, uh, what advice would you give them? For somebody who wants to go solo, as an esthetician, it's definitely a bold move. But if you believe in yourself and you be- and you believe that it's possible, just do it. Just do it. And the worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work out, but you tried it. Um, yeah, I feel like I have a lot of tips. Like there's so many things that I wish I would have done maybe or not have done. But also you kind of learn throughout the way, which is nice too. Definitely. But yeah, just Definitely. do it. Take risks. It's always so much easier to say than do, but that's so true, I, for yeah. me, I don't regret it. It's been amazing. It's been, it's been a journey. It's a definitely be prepared to work hard. That's what I would say. Actually be prepared to work very hard. I love hearing you say all of that. And especially that you don't regret it. Um, even despite working, you know, having to work super hard, you know, uh, I, th- I think people need to hear that. It's always a good reminder to, Oh yeah. To, well, to hear when these I, things. When I went solo, I mean, d- my following and my client list was definitely not where it is right now. I, it was so scary for me. I didn't know I had just moved out of my parents' house too. So I was living in an apartment with my sister. I didn't know if I, anybody was going to book like next week. I, my week was completely empty next week. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if, the first is going to come and I'm not going to have enough money to pay this rent. Like it was just a lot of things at once for me. So it was, it's, it's definitely overwhelming. So I, I understand that how scary it can be to, um, to live without a, a secure paycheck, mm-hmm. but it's also very exhilarating. It's also such an exhilarating time and you're just on that grind mode and, um, still am, but it's a little bit, I mean, now I know I have a stable clientele, but, yep. uh, but yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's definitely hard. You're going to have to put in a lot of work. There was a lot of sleepless nights. There was a lot of nights where I just had anxiety. There was a lot of times where you're staying up all night, you know, finishing something or creating, even like posting, editing. It takes so much to edit a little reel. Mm-hmm. Like it takes me hours, stuff like that. So just be prepared to work hard. It's very hard. It, you, it's, a, it's a lot of work. But if it's what you want to do, It'll be worth it. It's so satisfying to be able to build something you're really proud of. Well, yes. I I mean, that just, wow, what you said. Uh, You're fantastic. What you do is amazing. The results that you uh, yield with um, consistently treating your clients, I mean, Again, anybody listening to this, if you're not following Gabby, make sure that you are to see some really incredible um, skin transformations. Uh, she's located in the James Stanley salon on Alameda. She has the booking link 
uh, in her profile. So anybody who's even been thinking about visiting with her, book a consultation with her, you will not regret it. Uh, Gabby, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to speak with me tonight. You're just incredible. I appreciate you and your willingness to keep your business here. And uh, of course, all the amazing, uh, you know, skin transformations that you've been doing. And I just really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this. It was awesome. Absolutely.